Welcome back to the All Things Bama podcast, powered by BamaCentral.com, your Sports Illustrated home for all Alabama Crimson Tide news and information. I'm your host, Tyler Martin, and I'm joined by uh, one of Alabama's all, I mean, many, many unanimous All-Americans, um, former Crimson Tide linebacker Keith McCants. Keith, how are you doing this morning, man? I'm doing great, man. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Uh, it, it's an honor to, to get to talk to you, uh, you know, about your career, about your life. You have an incredible story and uh, just really, uh, you know, we're really looking forward to this. Oh, yeah, man. I'm, uh, I'll tell you, what, I'm, I'm blessed by the best, man. And um, I had a, a roller coaster, a roller coaster ride in life, but without it, and um, without it, I would, it wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be the man who I am today. Yeah, and uh, Keith, let's go ahead and, and get into it. Uh, you're from the Mobile area, and you you come to Alabama uh, in uh, in '87, and so I want to ask you this. Uh, before, because I really want to focus in on your story afterwards and your NFL career and things like that. But before, um, just speaking on your college career, you get to Tuscaloosa and, and during your recruitment in high school, um, what was it? Was it always clear you wanted to go to Alabama? Uh, what was kind of uh, your recruitment like coming out of coming out of Mobile? Well, coming out of Mobile, Tennessee, Tennessee kind of guy, um, and because of that, I was. The reason is that I had a guy named Charles Kimbrough who played played at at, at Murphy School number eighty four. That's one of the reasons why I was number eighty four. It was, was a big idol here, and he went to Tennessee, and I kind of was following his footsteps. And we got a chance to visit up there with Charles Wilson and Charles Kimbrough and Reginald Jackson, and meet Reggie White and a lot, a lot of other other uh, great defensive players. And um and I was looking looking like a Tennessee type of guy. And um, that's about the size of it. So 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 you were a Tennessee fan growing up? Yeah, I was. Well Tennessee. I always I always loved Alabama. I always watched Alabama but and and chill. Um I I met Bear Bryant one day on the recruitment business and he just assured me that I was coming there. And kind of changed changed all aspects of, of going to Tennessee. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's that's incredible. Um, it's kind of like I know for a lot of recruits nowadays. I mean, they, if they get an offer from Nick Saban, and I'm sure it was the same. You know, uh, like you mentioned, you met yeah. there. I mean, you're meeting you're meeting these figures, right? Like, and as as a high school kid, it's stunning. It's it's kind of hard to describe how impactful that is when the best of the best want you. Yeah, it, it is. When the best, the best wants you. You, you, you there. It, 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 it's just funny, and then when they show the interest and, and excitement about about me, and um, it was it was, it was no 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 hands no hands down that I was going to first Alabama. Yeah, and so you arrived in Tuscaloosa. I, I know you had to sit out your freshman year. Um, but you played alongside some really great players too, and obviously you were great in your own right. I mean, yeah, you had uh, you had Cornelius Bennett, you had Derek Thomas. Just when you think of your time in Tuscaloosa, Keith, what are the big memories and the big moments that that stand out uh, above the rest? Oh man, it's uh, it's playing playing 
being ready to practice and and and, and work out and then train train with those guys, man. It was it was it, it was an honor, and they kind of showed me the ropes and, and showed me what it was what it would be like to go to the next level, uh, a life in football. And they we we I was a basketball player actually, and we all played basketball and stuff together. And out there on the basketball court, they they saw they saw the ability that I had. They were like, God, this guy's a super athlete. And they they I never hit the field yet, but they seen that the, the ability I had in basketball and. They knew that I was, I was, I was, I, was, I, was, I, had, I had great potential, and God took me under their wing and showed me the ropes. And after that's 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 what that's what Alabama all about. It takes the next great player, and 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 and, and we followed the footsteps of the, of the next 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 great one. Out out of all out of those three guys, you, Derek, and, and and Cornelius. I mean, who's the best? Who you know? Who's the best basketball player? Mm. I would have to. I, I, I don't know. They they probably would say say I was. I don't know. I, I basketball is my passion. I got a chance to practice with, with, with the basketball team. Uh, Auburn also offered a basketball scholarship. Tennessee also did too. So I don't know if they both sports, but Ray Perkins said, "Nah, we just need to focus on football." But I got because I didn't play my first year. I couldn't practice with the football team, so I I, I practiced with the basketball team. Stay in shape, stay sharp, the ability, and um, and I had a good time with Wimp Sanders, some of the basketball players. Yeah, yeah, and you know, you, I mean. In the 1990 NFL draft, you go you go inside the top five right there at number four to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, you know, just being you know a kid from Mobile, uh, and just kind of your background. What was it like to hear your name called? And I mean, coming out of that, coming out of that college football season, your your junior year, um, you know, you're obviously a really high prospect. What was it like to finally hear your name called? To hear you know you know have a dream realized. And um, you know, just to accomplish, you know, a, a something that a lot of people can't really say they did. Well, and to be honest with you, I was I was rated number one, and I, I was told I thought I would be going number one. And I talked to Glenville, uh, talked to a lot of NFL teams, and uh, to hear my name called um, was it the first round was. Um, I was was number rated number one player in the country to. Then the number four pick, which is a, 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 a outstanding name, Gary Thomas, the four pick. I think he's been and went pretty high in the draft, and kind of kind of expected it, but um, it was it was outstanding. It was it was an outstanding thing, you know. And it's like a dream come true just to play in the National Football League. Uh, something I, oh, I forgot to ask you about your time at Alabama. You know, you were coached too by Bill Curry, and I I wanted to ask you about your relationship with him at that time because I, I saw a tweet recently from Mark McMillan, um, uh, you know, the former Alabama player. He was talking about you know his relationship with Bill and and you know, just how you know that's been the guy he was. So I'm curious to know your relationship and, and what that was like with Bill Curry. Well, we had a pretty good relationship with yeah, Curry and that. And um, pretty much, I was I was cool about Ray Perkins and brought in Ray Perkins and Bill Curry came in and took over and 
And he's seen military, he's seen the ability of talents I had, and had to find the final way to get on the field and, and, and find a little bit of knowledge. Which is even coordinator did 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 a great job and 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 put me in, into the uh, defense scheme and, and allowed me to export my talents in the way I did. So I I can I can then be a courage for that. And he's a he's a hell of a coach and he he recognized talent. I think he played for the Baltimore Colts. He's a son. He's one of the one that um best coaches I, I, I played on this. Well, when you got drafted by the Bucks, you just mentioned Ray Perkins. You know, you got reunited with uh, with, with Coach Perkins. Uh, how, uh, how, how cool was that to kind of have, you know, a guy who recruited you and then, you know, being able to go to the next level with, with him? with you here uh, when I was talking about your time at Alabama and the memories you had does it does it still sting to this day that that you you guys were you were never able to beat Auburn yeah it was man it, 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 it was something serious man I said we came closer that that last Auburn game I played in I said I put all my hard effort into that game I remember chasing guy and this guy named Shane Watson and um one thing we got down we never quit and we never give up. We carry that attitude throughout our life throughout our life. And uh, the same attitude we never quit and we never give up. And, yeah. and, and one thing about this Alabama it teaches you only how to be successful on the field, you how to be successful off the field. And then and overcome adversity and life. Yeah, and uh, and I mean, speaking of that last Auburn game, I mean, you dom- I mean, you literally had you had 18 tackles and a pick and and, a, and then a forced fumble. Uh, I, I just know now when you see the success Alabama has, you're just like, dang, uh, you know, uh, you know, wish we could have got one against the against the team on the frame. No, no doubt, man, no doubt. Um, and yeah, yeah, they going to the university after Alabama, man. They coming out first time through. I was just expected to win. And uh, as, you know, we only had a few losses in my career with the high school and college team. And, um, I was expecting, I was expecting, and you develop a winning attitude in life. And that's something that's been instilled in you throughout, throughout my career. Well, you mentioned a little bit about your NFL career. You know, you get with the Bucks. Uh, you know, they move you over to uh, defensive end. And then you know you you go, um, you know you you, go, you then go to to your uh, you had a little stint with the Patriots and then the Oilers and then the Cardinals. Um, you know when you when you think about your NFL career, you know as it as it happened, you know uh, the 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 five seasons, 
what are uh what do you how would you summarize it Keith I mean what what would you what would you say that you really enjoyed about the league and, and about kind of the you know the just just playing on Sunday I was playing on Sunday you said you playing the, the best the best the best the best versus the best in in the entire world that's that's what the wall is and you're going against the best you got another guy equal to your talent and, and ability and um a lot of times, the only reason we end up being up double team and triple team is something of that nature. But I don't know, it was good. I was good enough to, to draw that that attention to to a lot of the teams. And um, I tell you what, my one of the greatest moments of my of my career was playing with the Houston Northern, Buddy Ryan, and Jack Buddy. That one game was from Super Bowl, and that was the highlight of my career right there. I'll tell you, the people, kids grow up all their life on playing, playing on, on playing the Super Bowl. And we were first time making it to the playoffs. And I tell you what, that was something serious. Everybody in the country, in the world, was watching you on Monday Night Football. That's something serious right there, buddy. You want to amp it up. You want to bring it. And I had the opportunity to do that. It was good. That, that, was, that was awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's something, you know, when, when people look up Keith McCants, they, they look up what some coaches have said, and they're like, man, you know, Keith had an intensity that was um, that was just on another level that, I mean, it, it was it was unknown to mankind, that the intensity you played with. Wow. Well, yeah, that's – when you get an opportunity to play before your peers and, 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 and playing on national television – Stuff like that, you want to you want to bring it. And I tell you, I couldn't have done it without the other, other ten guys on the field that 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 stood beside me. That that, that makes it a whole lot easier. For sure. And, and I want to get into life outside of the NFL, um, Keith, and, and get into the story that we mentioned in in the introduction. Um, where like, because you you battled so much in your life, right? Addiction. Uh, you know, homelessness, um, you know, uh, depression, thing, things of all kind of natures. Where do you think uh, in your mind it, it kind of, you kind of got off the rails or, or kind of uh, things went wrong for you? Thank you, Andy. I think when I was in the next with all the injuries that, I, that occurred to me, getting hooked on prescription drugs and became a became a big factor in my life. You know, taking over 183 pills a week and stuff like that, and playing 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 injury, taking shots just to go out there and and, and play because it's like um, that was my job and didn't, didn't know no better. Not to say no, I'm sick or not. Didn't know I was I had the ability to. The, 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 the way that way 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 that way that game or so, you know, one of the games I played in, I think playing against Detroit Lions, ball came out of my shoulder. Sam Watson said, "We don't pay you X amount of dollars to sit on the bench." So he shot up and picked up, put put back on the field. The kind of uh, kind of guy put a little taste in the mouth to where he makes the football lead on what they all about. It's all and then the difference between, between college and pro. In college, you play for the love and the passion and the tradition and that, that, that the university has. 
in the NFL, it's strictly business. It's all about money. It's all about the next play. It's all about um, uh, um, showtime and, 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 that, and that type of stuff. And you lose some of the passion when you when you see it. Uh, NFL is all about, about, about money. And I wrote a book called My Ducks Out of the NFL. And I wrote the book not because of just, just the struggle that I had gone through, but people like Junior Seahawks, Jeff Arm, Bobby Petrez, Andre Waters, Tom McHale, they also lived the lost the ability of their life on life terms as a normal human being because uh, the things that happen in the National Football League are just not being able to cope with some, 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 some stuff. And the reason I wrote this book is because I made a voice. I, you can hear I speak. I speak to those who can't speak for themselves. That's a very, very good book. So get a chance to go and get it on Amazon. On my dark side of the NFL by Keith McCann. Wow, uh, my dark side of the NFL. Former Alabama uh, linebacker Keith McCann's book. Uh, you know, you mentioned the big thing was prescription drugs, painkillers. Do you think? I mean, in today's NFL, Keith, you know, with concussion protocol. Uh, things like things of that nature. Do you think a lot of guys potentially have issues with that? Uh, that maybe just don't talk about it because it's not maybe mainstream um, to kind of talk about these issues. Well, I, I, no doubt, um, a lot of them afraid to talk about it. And it's a positive organization. They is that I have lost so much. I have nothing to lose. I'm bad to do. I based my life on the lost truth. And so I, so what I did is like I went in and talking about guys, the concussions and stuff like that, and having damage to mention up, which I'm one of those players, and losing the ability to live life on my terms as a normal human being, not just as an athlete, but as a normal human being. It's a very detrimental thing. And, and some homicide or suicide or uh, all those things. And I wasn't the only one who tried to take my life. But like I said, you would say, uh, Jeff on Bobby Petrillo. These are players who are taking their lives because they miss the ability of real life and life here. Life on life terms, that's just a normal human being. And I was one of those players. Uh, I was one of those players that um, was coached and taught to hit people in the head, get concussions. I paid for it to get concussions. And then when I found out concussion was killing people, I was really kind of getting out of the because I just really didn't know no better. And then I said, I about the concussion was killing people all along, and that kind of shook me up about, and it put a, like, a bad taste in my mouth about, uh, about, about National Football League. Yeah, uh, so, so, yeah, so, I mean, you're talking about Bounty Day. I, I think for me, I mean, I'm only, I'm only 23. The thing I think about Bounty, Bounties in the NFL, I think of the yeah. Saints uh, from a few years ago, right, uh, I mean, they were just. I mean, they, it was. It came out. You know, they were saying, "Hey, you know, you get this guy, you're getting him. You're getting a car. You're getting an extra hundred thousand dollars." Exactly. I was. I was that player, and uh, took a million dollar paycheck in Tampa, and I became that that that, that player, not knowing that that the concussions was the cause of the death among many 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 uh, NFL athletes, and we would be. I was 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 I was
can go get your book on Amazon too that details all uh, all of your story in more depth. Uh let me ask you this Keith, what are, I I see that you're on the radio now in Tampa. Um what are you what are you up to nowadays and and how's that gig going for you? Well, it's going to be I go on Friday and Friday and Saturday I go on I got to look radio gig. Reach out to the players that I can find you out there out and touch some people I had got Connie been in uh uh, uh, a lot of uh, uh, 
guys in the 90s, uh, Willie Anderson uh, on, on, on the show. I'm going to go back again. What really excited me is that I didn't know the guys feel the way they felt about me. And and when we talked about the old times and what are they, where are they, what are they doing now and stuff like that. And it's just, it's just been a better hour, man. It's been a blessing. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure I'm sure in, in on Tampa radio. I mean, you guys obviously have a lot to talk to, uh, you know, uh, surrounding Tom Brady uh, around the team. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, how fired up are you to to have the opportunity to talk sports when we actually can get them back? Um, and you you've got a guy now the stature of Tom Brady uh, in, in your city. Oh man, it's awesome, man! Now we're looking to win the Super Bowl again, and that just have the Super Bowl is really exciting. And then, then, man, man, I know that your show, and man, I'm looking forward to to, to, to covering Tom Brady and, and the Buccaneers, and um, you know, I, 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 I just was like they put all the pieces of the puzzle together to have a championship team. And they went out there, and they paid the money, and they they still doing what it takes to to, to go to the to the next level. Well, uh, exciting, it's exciting, man. Yeah. Oh, of course. Uh, and, and since and since we're on Alabama side, I'm going to ask you about O.J. Howard, um, the, the tight end for the Bucks. Uh, you, you think he's, you know, I know Gronk is now on the team as well, um, but how do you think O.J. is going to uh, to play with uh, with, with Tom? Uh, I think he's going to be a, a, a big, a, a big target, a big target, and I think he's going to extremely well. He's going to give Tom Brady another weapon, another weapon on offense. That's what I really feel. And it's gonna add, it's gonna um uh, it's gonna uplift uh, uplift the, the offense. Uh, the offensive weapons they already load got a load 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 of teams. And I think um the Hollywood is gonna be our access to to the um, addition to the to, to the team man. Yeah, and then my final question for you, Keith, um I I've gotta get your opinion on this. Um, I know our, our nation is in a really crazy time. Obviously, we're, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. And then you throw in the, the, the death of George Floyd in police custody up in Minneapolis. Um, awful, uh, very tragic situation. And, and it's part, for, and, you know, peaceful protests across the country. Uh, I, I want to just, you know, get your perspective on, on that situation. Um, and you know, and you mentioned you, men- you you mentioned it. Your message is to give hope, and you want to spread hope. Uh, what what's what's your take on everything that our country is going through right now? All uh, that all all the things that don't kill you also make you strong. Put faith in God and hope and trust in God, and know that everything is gonna be all right. Um, that's that, that's the only thing I can, I can say right now. So, so, so adversity, you know, this is a great country, and we have overcome adversity. Whether it's done by the country, I don't know where the plague or the virus comes from. I don't know if it's man made. I don't even know if it exists real. But this too, over, we should overcome. Well, Keith, um, that that's that's the time we have for for our podcast this week, and I really do appreciate your your insight. Um, kind of going down memory lane a little bit from your time in Alabama, your time in the NFL, and what you're up to now. So I appreciate you. I appreciate your story. And, uh, you know, hopefully during football season, man, maybe get you back on here again. And uh, if, Tom great, and OJ, if Tom and OJ are cooking, um, you know, for a, if they're winning, uh, they're doing good, maybe we'll get you back on here. 
That'd be great, man. That'd be awful, man. Sound good. Awesome. Well, Keith, uh, thank you again, and uh, and look forward to chatting again.